When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. We've got Yaya producing today. Uh, we've got we're gonna be in and out really quick today uh super light show because the rockies continue to give us so little to talk about but national media still finds a way to always dunk on the rockies and we're gonna we're gonna flip that dunk tank we're gonna dunk on them for dunking on us and our team um yeah yeah can we just like address the elephant in the room and this like thumbnail you made for the youtube show (laughs) he photoshopped all right so if you saw the thumbnail uh if you're listening to us i'll describe it so yeah yeah photoshopped dick montfort's head onto the body of a man getting dunked in a dunk tank uh but the man is shirtless and there's a lot of skin flopping around and it's just like it's a tough vision and then adding dick montfort's head to it made it like actual nightmare fuel a little bit i also made a the guy's a little bit ripped so that means dick's a little bit ripped <laughs> which we all know he, it's not true Wait, i don't think he, he he's probably not ripped can't confirm 100 percent, obviously but... i can confirm because ripped people do good things and he does not that <laughs> oh man yeah no it's um there's it's it's just a lot. It's a lot. Where how, where did you even find a picture like that? So I just looked up dunk, guy getting dunked on in a, <laughs> in a dunk tank. But my biggest thing is the media isn't dunking on the Rockies. The media is dunking on the ownership. Because when you dunk on the Rockies, mm. you're dunking on how this organization is being run. Not the players, not the manager, not the people that are taking care of the field. Mm. None of that. You're dunking on how this organization is being run. Yeah. And if anybody's going to get dunked, it's him. He's the one running the organization. Yeah. Remember when Bryce Harper um, looked to the crowds and looked to the dugout uh, with all the Rockies players and just said, loser fucking organization, all of you? Yeah, I do. Burned and, in my head. And it's like, it's not us. It's not us. It's Dick. We're winners in this town. We're, <sighs> we're winners. It's not the city of Denver. We like people that win. It's the Rockies yeah. and the ownership and how that's yeah. run. Yeah. All right. We're going to get into the the dunking of it all in just... A second. Oh, so another question we want to put out there. So, like, right before the show, I was um, uh, chatting with our two Gen Z boys, RC and Nick, who, like, are so hilarious to just talk to in general. If you know anyone who's Gen Z, fascinating people to talk to. Like, they're true Gen Z. I feel like Yaya's a cusper. I feel like Kale's a cusper. We're all, like, in that, like, millennial kind of, like, yeah. great that we don't know what we really are. Mm-hmm. We should have our own, like, identification, I think. Yeah. Because we kind of do a little bit of everything. But yeah. 
We're you guys not, kind of live in both worlds. I can't relate to Nick or RC if I'm honest with you. They're like, they're talking a different language sometimes, but they were like asking me a bunch of like random Rockies questions. And they're like, oh, well, like when you think of like the most Rockies player of all time, like who do you think of? Like, is it Helton? Is it Walker? Is it Charlie Blackman? Is it someone else? And I was like, I kind of like think like, I don't know, my answer in that moment, I was like the Blake Street Bombers as a whole were so Rockies because they mashed but also, like, for what? Like, there were no, there were no playoffs. You want to know something? What? To me, it's too low. <laughs> Great highs, but always broken. Is that that is a metaphor? That's a perfect metaphor. That's that's who the Rockies the are. The highs are real high, but they're never quite high enough. You're you're broken most of the time. So. Broken most of the time. I love that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it's um we're gonna we're gonna get into all this in just a second. First, let's shout out our friends at Empire Today. Because they're one of our newest partners. We're so excited to be working with them. And with Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, and a quick and professional installation plus a price match guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, lots of copycats, but you can't beat the OG. You know them from the jingle, from your childhood. You can't beat their quality, service, speed. And uh, they've, got the, they've got products also that like other people simply can't carry. So, yeah. They can't promise like the lowest prices because anyone who does put in the flooring like this, you know, they can't like, they just can't keep up. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive $350 off when they use promo code DNVR. Some restrictions do apply, but see Empire Today slash DNVR for details. Empire Today. Do you know those commercials? Uh, yeah, I used to stay home. You from what? From school. When oh. I stayed home from school, watch Maury, watch Jerry. Yes. It was a... Uh, J.G. Wentworth, and then right after Empire Today. J.G. Wentworth. It's it was cash now. Morning TV is prime for jingles. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that, like, I love that, like, late morning time slot. Price is right, and then once that's over, you hit Maury, you hit Jerry Springer. It gets you through the sick day. R.I.P. Jerry. Oh, R.I.P. Jerry. He was, like, the mayor of Cincinnati for a second. Yeah, I hated that. <laughs> it's just so random. We're not going to get into politics. We'll talk uh, off air about this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, uh, Rick in the chat. Good afternoon. It is afternoon. It feels like morning to me still. I'm slow today. <laughs> um, you know what? Um, we got to bring it back to our friends at Circa real fast. Because who on earth would be calling me? Also, who wouldn't put their phone on Do Not Disturb before doing a live show? Who would do such a thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, who would do such a thing? The girl that doesn't know how to end shows. Also, that's true. Listen, fuck it, we ball. It's a lifestyle. Let's, uh, we got to shout out our friends at Circa Resort and Casino. First of all, they're going to be popping during Super Bowl week. That is for sure. This is Vegas's first ever adults-only casino resort, and they've got an, an enormous sports book. It's the biggest in the world. It's stadium style. They like really into the lean into the stadium style because they've also got Stadium Swim, which is an enormous pool area with cabanas and swim-up bars, but also an absolutely enormous 143-foot LED screen. 
I could see it from my hotel room when I was there. Really? Incredible. I think I can see it from here in Denver. You're looking the wrong way. It's behind me, but you're look you're close. <laughs> you're close. <laughs> I thought I saw it, you know. <laughs> um also don't forget about the resort. More than five hundred rooms with all different kinds of layouts. And I love that they feature art from local Vegas artists too. But if you are heading out to Vegas for anything that you've coming up, make sure you are booking your stay with code DNVR20 to get 20% off that reservation. Um, and if you're not going to Vegas anytime soon, you can enjoy the joys of betting with Circa Sportsbook in the app. You can download the app right here in Colorado. Here's the deal. Download the app at CircaSports.com. Circa Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circa Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Gamble responsibly, friends. Yeah, yeah, do you gamble responsibly? Actually, yes. That's the one thing I'm really responsible with. I have a limit, and I stick to my limit, and I walk away from the table. What? Such a Virgo. Dude, I cannot be broke. <laughs> I, I, I cannot be broke. That's my whole thing. <laughs> um, I love that. I love, I love a good responsible bet. Uh, all right, guys. Again, the chat's open. If you have questions, comments, concerns, as always, let us know. Um, and if you're getting nightmares from the thumbnail Yaya made, also let us know. You may be entitled to financial compensation. Just let don't hit up back and Shanker because they can't cover you on this. They <laughs> can't cover you on this. You weren't injured, per se, in their eyes. Um, all right. Let's talk about this is the topic of the day right now. Because every morning I turn on MLB Network. I'm watching it while I get ready. And... Uh, just like so often the Rockies will come up in conversation and it's so easy to dunk on them to be fair. You know, I feel like there aren't a lot of reasons to not dunk on them. There are a lot more reasons to dunk. So I was watching this morning. Uh, they had this segment called the wheel of one more offseason move where they spit a wheel and they pick a team and then they decide like what else that team still needs to do. Of course, the dial lands on the Rockies Steve Phillips, one of the hosts of uh, uh, Hot Stove that morning, he goes, geez, you can open that wide open. And I was like, oh, my God, you can break that like wide open, like as in, oh, my gosh, where do you where do you even start with what the Rockies still need? And I'm like, OK, funny stuff. Mr. Cardigan, let's keep going. Um, so, like, obviously, like, the big ones, of course, pitching depth. We do not have enough starters yet here in Colorado. But the other thing they pointed out, the bullpen is obviously going to need some help. Remember that the bullpen was, like, so good for, like, the first month of last season? And then everyone got tired? Uh, that sounds like a Dick Monfort problem. Yeah. Let's put him in the bullpen. I'm blaming Dick for everything. <laughs> just, just so you guys know. My analysis starts with uh, Dick and Dick. I wonder if we get to uh, chat with Dick ahead of the uh, Rockies Fest that's coming back next Saturday. I doubt it. I wonder if we get the chance. You'll get Bill. We'll, we'll get Bill. We need a new file photo of Bill Schmidt because every outlet story has like the same picture of him on the phone at the park. And it's just one picture. We need like, a, we just need to like refresh the file photo here. It's also Dick and Bill sounds like a sitcom between two cop, uh, two cop buddies that come. 
I mean, they are running the Rockies like a buddy comedy sometimes. <laughs> this is the part of the movie where it's like, oh, still so unlikely. And then something kooky and crazy has to happen. And then the team has to win the World Series. That's how the movie ends. Unfortunately, this is not a movie. Um, uh, so, yeah, they were mentioned. One of the interesting things that uh, they, Steve Phillips mentioned, though, Hector Neris, a reliever, a free agent right now. I don't love that. It'd be long story short. He, so Hector Neris was a reliever for the Phillies. He was very stressful as a reliever because you kind of didn't know what you were going to get. Sometimes he dazzled. Sometimes it's just like, oh, my gosh, like this game is falling apart. Why are you doing this? And then, of course, he ends up in the Astros organization and then was like pitching against the Phillies in that World Series. But like Hector Neris is a lot better than he was in Philly. So, like, I wonder, I'm like, okay, did he just, like, learn something new from those coaches? Is there something about the coaching staff there? Obviously, the Astros are doing something right. They are in the mix pretty much every year, even when they stop cheating. So, I don't, think they, I, I don't think they ever stopped. You don't think they ever stopped? No. What do you think they're doing? Cheating. No, but, like, in what way? Somewhere what's or the, another. What's the mode that you think they're cheating? Dark with? mode. They're going throw dark dirty, and they're doing it, like, under the table. I think it's come up to like corruption there's hey there's a conspiracy theory this is not a report don't know anything there's a conspiracy theory it, it, to me it is to me oh, I you think, have a you have a conspiracy to me theory. i think it's like paying off officials you think it's what paying off officials paying you think i think it goes that deep in my opinion you think this goes all the way to the top it goes all the way to the top Wow, that is that is a hot take. Where was that hot take yesterday for our hot takes episode? I thought of it right now. <laughs> um, Wapplganger in the chat. Let's clone Scott Oberg. Simple. Scott Oberg, I love that he's still around. I love that he's still involved in the Rockies organization, doing some scouting stuff. He's great. He like went to school. Like he went like back to school. I will say, like, the Rockies did do him a solid. Like, they knew he wasn't going to be pitching in 2022, and they kept him on the 40-man so he could, like, still have his health insurance for his thoracic outlet syndrome. Scott Ober guy right here. So how do we dunk back on these national media? How do we dump back? My, like, go-to, I mean, their go-to is, oh, the Rockies, what a joke. My go-to is, y'all don't pay attention to us. Dunk. I wish I had a basketball. I'd be like. Is it a little bit harder to dunk back when they a lot of the things they're saying actually has a lot of truth to it? It's like, definitely it's a little harder to dunk back because you can point out like little points like, oh, well, this guy's amazing. This guy does this. This guy does that. We have this to look forward to. But like the overall narrative of the Rockies is the, the resources that we've had, the amazing players we've had, like. We've squandered those opportunities. We've watched the Rockies organization squander those opportunities when all of the talent is right there. So I'm, I've gone through something like this covering this team that I cover in Colorado, which is the Rapids. Yes. And they get dunked on in me, not just nationally, but worldwide because soccer is a worldwide sport. Yes. So they get dunked right. on a lot. And the one way they turn it around is by making acquisitions, trying to get people in here, trying to change everything. Do you see a world where the Rockies can maybe make get some key pickups here in the offseason or make mm -hmm. enough noise maybe going into August that yeah. it would change perspective on the Rockies? Or is it still going to be look like, hey, there's kind of a dumpster fire until you figure something else out? 
Yeah. Dumpster fire is a term that I feel like we hear a lot. Here's the thing. So, like, I love what the Rapids are doing. Obviously, they're coming off of a season that was really difficult, did not go how people would have liked it to go, and ownership has reacted to that by signing a bunch of really great players, okay? So the Rockies are not doing that. Um, And, like, to be fair, there are a lot of young players who we need to have room for so they can come up because that is the future. And we're not contending this year. We're not even close to contention. Um, But here's... Here's what I wonder about the Rapids. Okay, so obviously they're reacting to a bad season by signing all these guys. That makes the fans happy. But, I mean, should the Rockies be doing that just to make the fans happy, even if they know it's not going to work out in the short term or in the long run? I think they should. I think it's all about perspective, right? Mm -hmm. I think if you see that your ownership and your management is trying it's easier to sell the team, not just to your fans, mm-hmm. but to players coming to Colorado. Yeah. Because you're not, you got to remember that it's a selling job. At, a, at all these points, you're selling yeah. players on your project. You're selling players on what you're trying to accomplish going forward. And if you have a vision and it means not bringing in key acquisitions, mm-hmm. bringing big names, then you should make that very clear, not just to the players in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You should make that very clear to your fans. So fans know what's to come. It, the biggest issue in sports, and in my opinion with the Rockies, is transparency. Mm-hmm. They play this game where it's like you can't see a lot. You, you you play that game where you don't know what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. As a fan and as a player, sometimes you feel like you're left in the dark and you're kind of guessing what's going on around left you. Left in the dark, yes. And I think that's the biggest issue. If you're going to plan on pl- building around a Nolan Jones, all these young guys like Ezekiel Tovar, then you should be very clear about that, not just to the to your fans but the people inside your organization mm-hmm. people that are coming here and let them know hey there's our project it might take a couple of years but we'll get there and i think we're gonna have a good team in two to three years and yeah. then that's when we make the splashy acquisition well, also like you know what happened with like building around nolan arenado he signed that contract thinking it, he was going to be built around and now he doesn't even go here anymore and that's the whole thing, right? He was left in the dark. They mm-hmm. tell him one thing, and the vision is completely different. Yeah. The vision is we're going to build up our farm, and we're going to try to get something. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with not trying to get the splashy moves mm-hmm. or even have any moves at all yeah. if you're the Rockies. My biggest issue is that you don't have a transparency between everybody on what's going on here in Colorado and what's going on in the team and what you expect from your team going forward. Mm-hmm. And that just means to me that this organization is kind of running blind right now mm. with just trying to get by and trying to get people back into course more than actually build something from the bottom up. Yeah, it feels it feels like they're running blind right now and uh, I would love to know exactly like what are you really thinking here because again there does seem to be a disconnect with what we've heard in past situations versus what actually goes down so and you mentioned also you know off season of signing big names big names attract big names exactly like we've obviously seen how aggressively that plays out in los angeles Yeah, and, I mean, it even plays out in Houston, right? Mm -hmm. You have Altuve. Players want to play with Altuve. Like, we might hate him, but players love him. Yeah. You know, we all used to love Altuve. We used to – he used to be beloved across America. He was short king. He He was was a short – he was the original short king to me. He was everybody. I I liked him. I Uh, loved Altuve. Especially that – 
tainted uh, World Series run where he was incredible. Before we knew it was tainted. Exactly. What a fucking run that was. It was super fun, right? But it, you even look at Philly. Mm-hmm. Philly had a few years where they were kind of like in limbo and didn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper shows up. Free agents. People are trying to show up. They're trying to have fun. And look the run they've been the last couple yeah. of years. It comes down to what are you trying to do and can you sell your players on the vision you have for your organization and yeah. going forward. And if you can't do that, you're just going to be in limbo for a long time because you have no direction. You don't have a GPS telling you how to get to the World Series, how to get to the playoffs. And that's the biggest issue, I think, with this roster and the disconnect between the fans and the GM and the team. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I would love to just have a better idea of the vision. Exactly. It's, you know? All we want is the vision. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, we get it. I think we like kind of know, uh, I think like the vision right now though is, and like, this is kind of what we've heard too. Like we are focusing on, we, we, hi, I am on the team. Um, uh, what we've, <laughs> the Rockies are, as we've heard, focusing on the young talent, making sure there's room for them to come up. But at the same time, why are we putting Chris Bryant at first base when we have so many minor leaguers who can play first base? Elohiris Montero can only play first base or DH. He can't do anything else. And that's the issue, right? You saw you sign a guy like Chris Bryant. Yeah. And then you don't do anything else. And then you just have him play all the spots of developing young kids. Yeah. That's what I mean. You're walking blind. I wish, like, I don't know. I wish Chris Bryant was like still that dude where people were like, I want to play with him. I mean, he's you, so hurt now, though. There, and the other issue is too, like you had those guys on the roster, right? You had the Nolans, you had the Trevor Stories. Yeah, they were you, all here. DJ LeMahieu is one of them that people love playing with. He's mm-hmm. a great. You had Cargos, and the Rockies have never seemed to capitalize on it because they don't know how to capitalize on it. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is a point that I think a lot of other people agree with. Um, and now, like, now that I've realized it, I can't, like, stop thinking about it. 2007 was the worst thing to happen because it was lightning in a bottle. A lot of it was luck and timing. And the team got hot and uh, kind of overperformed through this World Series run. And uh, ownership saw that. And they were like, oh, what we did, which was nothing worked so we're just gonna keep doing nothing and hope that it happens again and that's how i feel like maybe ownership thinks sometimes and uh, it's incorrect this is how this is how people become broke right (laughs) like it is it's true okay lay lay it on me lay it on me it's you're you're out in vegas you're playing the hot table one time you win big amount of cash Mm -hmm. what happens you you go back, you keep trying to do the same thing, you end up in the negative, and the only way you think you can get out is by doing that all over again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Interesting. Very interesting. Equating what the Rockies are doing to a gambling addiction. It's very true though. Yeah. They're, they're and also of- like gambling is addictive for a reason. And this oh my yeah. Oh, my God. You're cooking right and, now. And, yeah, yeah. And tell me not. This is what happens. At the end of the day, the Monfords are coming back to zero. So they're like, oh, we can keep putting money in because we're coming back to zero because mm-hmm. Coors Field is a beautiful stadium. Yep. It's a great time in the summertime. So they're never actually going to lose money. Oh, my gosh. Here's the other thing. So um, that segment that I was talking about on MLB Network this morning um, at at the, uh, of course, you know, they're all like just lightly riffing on how the Rockies are just like spiraling out of control. Um, Harold, Ren- Harold Reynolds goes like, oh, they better celebrate Todd Helton every week to get people in the stands, like kind of jokingly. And I'm like, 
Um, actually, people just show up. People come to the park. The whole party deck is people who don't even know that there's a baseball game going on. It's a, a lot of them. A lot of them. It's it's very unsettling if you're an actual baseball fan. And it, it does suck, right? It's not fun, <sighs> especially if you actually want to go watch the game and have fun. And Wapo and Wapo Gangers does it right. Like we yeah. have young. T we again. Here we go. I can't stop doing it. I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> I, I like so Wapo Gangers does it. Rockies have a lot of young talent, exciting young talent. They Nolan Jones was almost rookie of the year. He was fourth in voting. Mm -hmm. They have something to build around. They have a foundation. Now they just got to let the foundation settle so you can start building the actual building up. King of metaphors today. I'm metaphoric, man. Let I'm metaphoric. The, let the foundation settle. Um, one more piece of disrespect. Actually, you know what? No, first, we, we're gonna, I'm going to talk about another piece of disrespect and one that is coming in the future that uh, I'm already anxious about. Uh, first, uh, I'm feeling a little hurt. Maybe Bankus and Shanker uh, can help me out because I'm here hurt at work talking about the Rockies now. When you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help because Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They are helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years, and it's totally free until they win money in your case, and they do this a lot, all day, every day. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks they can even help if you're injured at work give them a call at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free because Packers and shaker wins and uh, let's shout out our friends at red hawk roofing we love a local business we love partnering with our local businesses here in colorado but they are denver's best roofers we're so excited that they're part of the dnvr team they're working with quality materials with decades of experience, and they've got a quick response time, too. And you can call them for a free no-obligation roof and property inspection. Plus, you'll get a free in-depth photo report for all of those inspections. And listen, winter's here, and we're not even at the peak of crazy winter weather yet. So don't wait until an issue pops up during a storm. If you think you've got an issue, give them a call now. Get ahead of the problem. Here's the other thing, though. Red Hawk Roofing, they love the kids. They are raffling off their, like, personal, not their personal, like their company tickets to the Nuggets Sixers game on Saturday the 27th. If you're looking at your calendar, that's right after Rockies Fest, too. So uh, they they're going to be raffling those off at our watch party on the 25th. And they're raising money to um, that money's going to go to Volo Kids. We love the Volo Kids Foundation. It's a really good cause. Great people. So if you're at the DNVR bar on the 25th, try to beat me for that raffle. I'm going to, like, throw some money in there. You can't win. No, actually, I'm allowed to win. You can't win. K-Max told me I was allowed to win. I'm not saying if it's legal or not. I'm saying you shouldn't win because you're a Sixers fan. Um, But if I'm donating hundreds of dollars to Volo Kids, don't I deserve it? Mm, then that's not really donating. That's buying, right? I mean, I could just buy tickets at that mm -hmm. price. But I love to win. I love to win. I don't know. Guys. If you're looking, long story short, if you're looking for a new roof over your home or business, make sure you check out Red Hawk Roofing. Go to redhawkroofing.com. Tell them DNVR sent you. Tell them. Let's look at the comments. I know we were kind of talking about this. Wappelganger, what a name, by the way. Wappelganger, when are we signing Cody Bellinger? Listen, 
Cubs, can you fight? Like, we're... That would be fun. Cody Bellinger would be fun. Cody Bellinger also already looks like a stoner, so I just feel like the vibe would fit. Rick asks, when are the Montforts going to build another party deck? They might. More teams are building party decks, by the way. Yeah, but the, the <laughs> issue is that those teams are good. Mm, I mean, debatable, debatable. A lot of them try, at least. I don't know. The Guardians are building a party deck. I think we're in a World Series not even that long ago, in this decade, at least. Yeah, no, it's it's that was that twenty sixteen. So we're getting this on this past decade. Yeah, so in the past decade, we're like creeping farther and farther away from that. But they also have Lindor, so. No. No, not anymore. No. Oh, I could be a couple no. years back. Lindor? No, he's a Met. Yeah. Are you thinking about oh, who are you thinking? They have Jose Ramirez. I love that Jose Ramirez won the fist fight against Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson, who doesn't even like baseball, he just is really good at it. <laughs> I swear, he does not like baseball. Roger, Cody does look high as a kite. Yeah, he does. Respectfully. Nothing else to do in Texas. <laughs> Cody Bellinger was a cub last year. Dude, I am all over the place. Like, You're thinking this Corey Seager. There we go, dude. I oh am my all over the place today. You were cooking, and now you're like, who? No, well, the issue is that, like, <laughs> my biggest issue with this right now is that I, this is my third show of the day. You're like, and I'm like Russell Wilson plays for the Rockies, right? I'm like, what do you mean Dak Prescott is on the Cowboys? He's being drafted next year. <laughs> um, uh, Listen, you're, you're like... Uh, you're doing a great job. You you know your shit. <laughs> I am all over the place. I had a rapid you, show. You I, had a, I had a Bronco just, show. <laughs> I'm confusing all my sports today. You're just, yeah. You just got some of the pieces mixed up. That's all. No, that was really funny. I loved that. <laughs> all right. Any other comments that we haven't addressed? Wappelganger also said, things may be bleak, but I believe proudly the Rockies' most naive fan 2025 coming up you just watch just you watch 80 to 90 wins easy let's, let's 90 wins that actually sounds insane for two seasons from now i'm just gonna 80 wins right now doable not knowing what the next year of the rockies holds i think i could believe that they would win 80 games okay so 2025 2025 comes around yeah over under 85.5 you taking the over or the under i'm taking the under you're taking the under i'm taking the under i'm taking the over i don't think that i i mean again we don't know what's gonna happen in the next calendar year i think 2025 max 82 82 i think that's the ceiling of that team Again, I don't know who's going to be on that team. Probably a lot of the same guys. Probably a lot of guys who are minor leaguers right now. Probably a lot of guys who have never been to major league spring training. So let's look at uh, kind of playing this over-under game. Chris Bryant, um, <gasps> over-under, 102 <laughs> games. 102.5 games played. In 2025? No, no, next year. Next year. Oh, man. <laughs> I try to give it a little bit of I a harder number. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm, the, hold on. Let me, I want to look at the actual numbers of how many games he has played the past two seasons. Because I, uh, okay. So the, uh, where are my seasons? Okay. Games played. Okay. So Chris Bryan played 80 games this season and 42 games the season before that. Well, basically, so combined, he like has 
barely played like 120 games. So I'm giving him 102.5. This is increasing because it increased last year. Mm. It increased last year from 40 to 80. I think, so, I, you know what? Now that we're looking at the tra trajectory of it all, we got 80 games this year. I think we can get, what was the number you gave me? 102.5 over under. Uh, I'm taking the under, but if the under were lower, Barely I, think, he, I under. think we get like just more than 100 games. So 101. Yeah. So, see, my my line was set per perfectly on that. Like, it made you think, <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because that was a good line. That was a good line. Oh, man. What are we even... Chris Bryant, the first baseman. What about Hunter Goodman? We... <laughs> What are we doing with Elahiris Montero? <laughs> he can't play any other position. And he's not mashing enough for me to love him as a DH. This is my biggest thing, right? Like, yeah. no vision. Like, you keep paying this guy that's so expensive that can't play. Yeah. Then when he does play, he takes the spot of a young kid that you want to develop. Yeah. How like, if we're not going to develop him, like, just trade him to someone else. He's not he, a bad piece to have. Honestly, take him to... I would take him on the White Sox if I'm the White Sox. The White Sox would love Elahiris Montero. So... Again, nothing against him, but I just think we've got too many dudes who can only do this one thing... Let's get him out of here. If yeah. you're not going to seriously develop him, you owe him to get him out of here. It's for the player, right? It's, it's for more, the player. And, and also, it's for us. Like, we're wasting space. And you want that guy to come in. You maybe get some more pitching prospects. Like, you can fill up so many. Like You can do a lot. You can get a lot. And I also, I wonder if there's, like, a mental block and even being able to think about giving up Elahiris Montero because he was one of those pieces that came with the Nolan trade. So it's like, oh, we didn't get a lot for this trade, but we got him. So we should hold on to him. I wonder if that's the mindset. And that's an ego-based mindset right there. That's not the good of the team. That's not the good of the fan base. So if that is the case, you got to let your ego side. You got to... You got to trade him. I think I, I feel like I've been saying this for a while. I'm like, we just got to like send him somewhere else. Best Let him live his best life somewhere else. Best leadership can take blame and fix the issue. Right. Mm. And that's one thing that the Rockies don't have right now. And I feel the person I feel the worst for in this organization, but black. Oh, I, think I know so much of this falls on him, but like he brought the Rockies to their only back to back playoff years appearance appearances like, yeah and, exactly and honestly but black is such a good manager He's such a good manager you, i am i am a hundred percent sure that even put back put bud black on the angels the last couple of years mm -hmm. they're making it to the world series at least once hmm. that's how that's how much i believe in bud black and how much i think they can actually he can take get the best out of players mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah. at least we're not the angels you know i feel like the angels are that team yeah so much talent sitting around and like for what and for what speaking of pieces all right so there's a lot of pieces a lot of articles a lot of like segments about like the top 10 at each position like mlb network has like a series ongoing on mlb now where they rank the 10 best players at any position I think I mentioned this in a previous show, too, because they did the shortstops and Ezekiel Tovar was not on that list. But they mentioned at the start of the episode, always oh, one of those like cusp guys that like just barely didn't make it. I'm like, again, I feel like if you're playing every day at Coors Field, I think you deserved a little bump into that list. But whatever. But uh, we've gotten some there's a center fielder list that's going to come out sometime in the next week. 
I'm already, I'm like feeling real anxiety. I need a therapist again, but I have like real anxiety that I'm going to riot if they don't put Bretton Doyle on that list. But also honesty.com put out a list maybe, oh, you know what? Never mind. I like had this list open. I'm like, this is not a list from this year. Forget it. But the, it was like, oh, they don't have Bretton Doyle on it. I just looked at the date. I'm like, oh, forget it. <laughs> forget it. Ugh, guys, just delete me in general. Delete me. We've got a lot of fun shit to talk about for this coming season. I mean, one, we're going to watch to see what these young players can do. But also, we've got an international game. Uh, the Rockies haven't even played a game internationally in the regular season since 1999. Also in Mexico, but in Monterey. Were you even alive yet? 1995? 1999. Yeah, I was alive. Okay. I was three. You were three. Do you remember that game? Oh, definitely. I, I, I recount it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we've got like three, we've got three international series also this year. We haven't had this many in a while. I feel like MLB was like really ready to like, just go hard on these international series all over the world. And then the pandemic happened. So like the last time we've had this many series was like 2019, but there were also like four different series. There were four international series in three locations. So my opinion, the, hmm. the reason hmm. that these things are kind of getting more popular around, not just, uh, not just in the MLB, but all over the world and all the other sports. It's because streaming has become so accessible for all these other countries mm. that they're trying to create interest in all these other places so they can make the sport a more national, international sport. And I think it really started with capitalizing plays like soccer and stuff like that, where streaming had already been such a big part of it. Mm. And I think they're trying to catch up to that internationalism that that sport has. You've seen it with baseball. Basketball does a bunch of them, too. Basketball plays in London. They play in Brazil. They play in Mexico. And yeah. the foul is going to Frankfurt. They're going to mm -hmm. London as well. And I think that will be just trying to catch up as well and trying to get more eyes on their product. Yeah, exactly. Like streaming has made it, everything should be so accessible. And for some reason, MLB has like the worst blackouts. And I feel like because of all of the regional sports networks folding, not all of them, but most of them, um, I feel like now MLB is like, okay, well, like now we kind of don't have an excuse for all these blackouts. No one's trying to even buy these TV rights in the first place. They're so expensive. It's not that profitable. It's a tough business to maintain. I, I hope that at least the, the one good thing we can get out of the RSNs folding is that we're just going to have better access streaming wise because there's no reason that everyone shouldn't have access to Major League Baseball. And you saw it with YouTube, right? YouTube tried to get into that yeah. too, and Apple too. They're like trying to buy a few games from the MLB, mm -hmm. trying to get streaming more popular on their platform. Mm -hmm. And I think eventually it's just going to turn something like, again, I'll bring it up to the MLS because it's what I know. It's what I cover. Yeah. MLS had a huge deal with Apple where every game streamed on there. You can watch it. No blackouts, no matter where you're at. And I think eventually it's going to turn to that for every league. Every league might just have their own streaming network where they can watch any game around the around the U.S., around yeah. the world. And I think it's going to be best. I, I think that if that's the direction that baseball takes in terms of streaming, that's going to be great. 
it grows the sport, right? A sport that has lost the most amount of fans in the last 10 years. Yeah. You need to grow it somehow. You need to get back to that mm-hmm. performance where you're going up. Yeah. And the one way is to make your games visible to everybody around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the world is changing so fast. The way we consume media is changing so fast. And Major League Baseball has not kept up by any means. And, that's and it's showing the- now. And it's showing now. And the whole sport is hurting now. Exactly. And then you have guys like Otani. You have guys like uh, Bryce Harper, who should be national like icons. They should be the biggest freaking celebrities in the world. They should be on that platform of like Steph Curry, even Nikola Jokic that doesn't want it. They should have to be in that platform, you know? <laughs> like, they, you should be able to talk about those guys. But if most people, if you tell them who is that, they're not going to be able to pick them out in the lineup. And that's bad for the sport that and bad, bad for baseball. That is bad. It's bad. There was like a commercial. It was like a car commercial. And there were like a bunch of players, like a bunch of Major League Baseball players in it. And uh, honestly, like some of them, I was like, I don't even. It's also so hard to recognize dudes not in the context of what they're doing. Like they're just wearing normal clothes. I'm like, who are these models? (laughs) Wasn't Chris Bryant on a DQ commercial? Yeah, but he was wearing his uniform. But even then, I had to take a double take and be like, which Rocky is that? Oh, no. Oh, I had to look back again and be like, is that Chris Bryant? And then I looked him up and I'm like, oh, it is Chris Bryant. The DQ commercial. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about the DQ commercial. Who was he at the he was like at DQ with another player. And I can't remember. Bro, who else I was. barely knew it was Chris Bryant. You think oh I'm going to know the other guy? Like they're wearing their uniforms. I was like, oh, it's so dumb that they're wearing their uniforms at Dairy Queen. Like they stopped at Dairy Queen after the game. Like their mom brought them. And I I'm love like, that, no, actually. how else are people going to recognize these I, guys? I love that, though. Like, hey, man, we just got our ass whooped. <laughs> like, we got to get to the It's okay, care. honey. Come on, Chris. Let's go to Dairy Queen. I'll get you a blizzard. What kind of blizzard do you think Chris Bryant goes to? Like Something even, with crumble. Like, is he an Oreo crumble guy? Like, that's what that's what's hitting me right now. I mean, he crumbles at everything, so maybe. <laughs> I'm not Chris Bryant, but like that fucking punched me in the gut. <laughs> um, outside of producing, Yaga's also like really good at bullying. <laughs> He's like a little too good at it. A little too good. A little, you know what else is a little too good? Uh, Breck Brew. Is the beer of the month seriously still the Christmas ale? You ask me every time. And every I time, ask I don't know. everyone every time, and I'm just I can't because I can't believe it. Beer of the month right now, the Christmas ale. You can get it for six dollars right here at the DNVR bar, and it's a it's a strong boy too, seven percent ABV. So that's a really good deal for six dollars. But we're we've got Breck Brew flowing all day, every day. Uh, they've got a beer for every occasion too. Do not forget about the Avalanche Amber Ale, the Mile High City Golden Ale, the Broncos Country Pale Ale, Let's Ride, uh, the Fun Slinger, and the Good Company Hard Seltzer. Some of my faves, but go to breckbrew.com and use the beer locator to find your favorite brew near you. What is Rick saying right now? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. dunking on the Rockies team. Yes, no, <laughs> I'm dunking on a Rocky. No, 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 yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. On yeah, a yeah, Rocky. And yeah. it is a low blow from uh, me, but. That the, was, that hurt me. But it's the only blow. He's good looking with a bunch of money. What else are you supposed <laughs> to talk about him? <laughs> oh, he's a nice guy, though. Like, in real life, he's exactly. good people. Like, so there's the only low blow I can take. It's the, it's the only thing. Like, what what am I supposed to say? Like, oh yeah, screw that handsome man. No, like he's a good guy. Like, but you got to take a blow sometimes. You oh know? my god, he could be a model if he wanted to. He, he doesn't really even could. need to be here. He really could. He could. He could. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, before we wrap up this show, Yaya, did you see that MLB on YouTube dropped a two-hour ballpark zen video? Have you heard about this? All right. So they dropped a two-hour video of just ambient noise from a selection of ballparks. Coors Field is one of them. So, like, one of them, it's like, oh, this ballpark in the... Oh, I think it was raining at Citizens Bank Park. And it's like, you hear the raindrops. Uh, for the Coors Field one, it's a snow you get to see the snow piling up. And it is a... It's, it, it was recorded in the off-season, not during the season. Because sometimes we do be getting snow. But, yeah, it's like two... <laughs> it's got 11,000 views. This was, like, from a week ago. I guess it's not very popular. I mean, but like, I feel like I could listen to this if I was like really getting down and doing like a couple hours of work. Like, okay, this is my ambient noise. I, I fall asleep to like the rain on YouTube and like that oh. like thunderstorm sometimes. So would you would you consider falling asleep to the sounds of snow falling at Coors Field? I actually kind of would. I actually mm -hmm. would consider it because it's a nice ambient noise. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's relaxing. It's about the relaxation and it's a place that I'm comfortable in. So why wouldn't you do that? It's a place that you know. I feel like it's very relaxing for me because yeah, it's a, like a ballpark is my happy place. And it's where like, I mean, during the season, I do most of my work there. It's a lot. It's a lot. The one thing I will say, like some of the angles I'm like, there are a lot of these ballparks are a lot prettier than these angles are, are, are like letting on. The friend that doesn't know how to take pictures, take the pictures. Exactly. Of the ballpark. Like it kind of looks like that. It like, it, I am guessing that it's like they're using just the cameras that are mounted. Like, I don't think anyone set up a camera to record for like two hours, but maybe they should have because it's not a visual treat. The Bush Stadium one looks good. That's like the one good looking one. But it helps, right? The visualization of it helps quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, it's a YouTube is a visual medium. It should be visually appealing. Exactly. This isn't a Spotify playlist of ambient noise from ballparks. We need better visuals. It kind of, it feels like thrown together. It feels like thrown together. And I wanted to be more hype about it. But Bush, Bush Stadium, I really think has the best view. Like if you are sitting in a seat in the upper deck in center, in like, not center field, uh, looking onto center field from behind the plate, you can just see like the skyline, the arch. Like it's just, it's a nice looking ballpark. I mean, I feel like uh, that was that was something that had really nice from um, the. I I felt like Coors Field had that for a while. Then they started building a lot around it. Right, you know, and all just, those apartment buildings went up. You don't get the view of the mountains anymore. You don't get the sunset as pretty anymore because they reflect. It's not the same. I, so I know what you mean, but it's yeah. still a beautiful stadium. I'm still a Coors guy. Can we install some mountains um, in front of the apartment buildings? <laughs> just full mountains of. Can we just throw some in there? We could just get Chris Bryant's paycheck and just make a mountain of money until it picks all the way up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah you're killing me. You're killing me more than the Rockies. I don't got to talk to these guys. You do. <laughs> um, uh, oh, my gosh. You know, we were talking about upstairs before um, before I came down for the show. Again, with the, the Gen Z kids. Because uh, we were talking about, they're like, oh, like, who hasn't even, like, been to a World Series? Or, like, who, like, hasn't won one? one I think one of them asked, like, has anyone just not won a World Series? I'm like, like, besides us? Like, yeah, a few a few teams. A few teams. Pretty common in sports, honestly. At least, like, well, there's only one team that's never even appeared. 
The Mariners have never been in a World Series. Mariners? The Mariners have never even attended a World Series. Not the Ken, the Ken Griffey era? No, no, no. no. So, like, at least... I know, like, we feel so down about what we've been watching with the Rockies the past few seasons. At least we've been to a World Series. It's still not enough to me. It's not enough? Because it's been a while. That's the Dick Moffer mentality, though, you know? I don't want that mentality. I don't want it. Let's take a look at the comments. Steve, I fall asleep to the tears falling at Coors. That's probably why they didn't pick a rainy day <laughs> because people would, they, they would, that would be the bit. That would be the bit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What's on your heart? Any last thoughts? Any last takes? My biggest take is, uh, let the kids cook, have the vision. I don't need let splashy. Them, let them cook. I don't need splashy acquisitions. Put okay. Zach out there, put everybody you need out there. Let them develop. Honestly, if you can trade Chris Ryan, trade him. I think he's a great guy. He's, could make do some damage on another team he's just not right for the rockies mm -hmm. and i think it's time to just go all in on the kids hmm hmm i don't think we can break i don't think we i don't think the rockies could break another big contract like like they couldn't like send chris bryant somewhere else because it would be like oh, it's nolan all over again They're, they have that bad rep anyways whether they do it or not <gasps> good point I already have a bad reputation just lean into it. what if the rockies just went like full villain Full uh, Oakland Athletics? Go ahead. <laughs> that's on you. No, that sucks. Actually, I would hate to be in the situation that the Athletics are in. I would hate it. Also, like, stadiums legit falling apart. Legit. I mean, but that's all ownership again. I got again. possums falling out of the ceiling in the press box. The, baseball is one of those sports where ownership can be blamed almost 100% because of the no cap and the amount of investment you can do. Yeah. It's one of those It's one of those sports where you can mm -hmm. look at it and be like, if ownership's not invested, the team is clearly not good. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw one of the comments. Wait, let me, let me bring the comments back. I think... This reminded me that I think I might have missed. Okay, uh, Rick, Ricky in the chat was, if a Walmart heiress takes over ownership and actually cares about trying to put a winning product on the field, then the Rockies uh, will make some more positive acquisitions. Here's the thing. Dick Monfort has said that he's not selling that team anytime soon because he wants it to be a generational asset for his family. So... So many people I just talk to in conversation, people who work here, people who don't work here, people who are just Rockies fans. Um, there are so many people who are like, I will be a Rockies fan again once they have new ownership. But that's not it's not going to happen anytime soon unless like some <laughs> unless something like really horrible happens to someone and like a big change happens. Like right now for the foreseeable future, there is no ownership change. So we just have to like hope that it all works out. What a great final thought. Hopefully it all works out. All right, Yaya, where can we follow you on social media? Uh, you know my shtick, the NV underscore Rapids is my favorite part to follow me. But if you want some more takes, my other uh, handle is Yaya underscore Vasquez underscore. You can always follow me there on Twitter as well. If you have complaints about that very nightmare fuel thumbnail, um, you can direct them to Yaya. I said this was going to be a short show 50 minutes ago. Here we are. Look at us. 
No short Look show. No short shows over here. Um, all right, guys. We will be back tomorrow right here on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel at 12.15. Uh, make sure you're keeping up with all the latest Rockings news, though, and maybe bad dinger photoshops um, at DNVR underscore Rockies. And, yeah, yeah, you know what I like to say about closing out a program. What do you like to say, Seuss? Famous Bud Black quote. Fuck it. We ball. I will see you guys tomorrow right here on the DMVR Sports YouTube channel.